And hello, sports fans of the Rio Grande Valley. Welcome to episode 11 of season number two of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. Don't, bring, don't forget, fans, we drop episodes every Monday on anchor.fm forward slash STBS. Also, fans, you can find our show on multiple platforms, which includes Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, and on Radio Public dot com forward slash south texas border sports joining me today from edinburgh texas she is the media relations manager for both the rgv fc toros and the rgv vipers she is amairani ramirez amairani has been one of the stalwarts of the Vipers and Toros organizations for the last few seasons now, and I want to welcome her aboard. Thank you, Ray, for having me. It's awesome to have you here on my Donnie. And being that this is Women's History Month, I wanted to ask you, how did your love for sports come to be? Um, actually, I grew up playing sports. Um, I grew up playing softball and then soccer. Um, but it didn't really like kick me into like actually make it a career until I was in college. I went to like to college to be a speech therapist. Um, one year and a half into the college um, degree, I did not enjoy it. So I looked at other options at what I could do and what the university I was at um, offered. So I came up across the sports business degree and then I went, spoke to the advisor. I was tied in right away. I changed my major. I started taking classes and there was one semester where I had to do like an internship with one of the athletic departments. So I chose sports information, which is basically like the communications department for the athletics. And I just, from there, I just was hooked into it. I loved it. I enjoyed it, even though it was long hours, um, very busy seasons because you work every sport during college athletics. So I just loved it. And since then, like, it's just, I've grown into different positions. I've done different things. And it just working in sports has really molded me to who I am now. And I enjoy it. <laughs> Uh, what, what is kind? Of, what was your favorite sport that you worked during college? That maybe because of the opportunities uh, that you had back then, you kind of like okay, I want to continue working in this, even though it's not available yet. Um, I loved baseball and softball. I grew up. My dad used to play baseball, so I just grew up around that sport mainly. Um, it's just a lot of people find it boring, and especially working in baseball, a lot of people find it very boring and slow. But it actually is very, like, entertaining for me, and you get to learn different things of, like, the sport. So I, that was my favorite sport to work. Um, obviously, the you know, Texas A&M Kingsville didn't have soccer, so I didn't get to work soccer during college um but uh i loved working baseball 
Yeah, uh, you know, that's kind of funny because that's where I kind of got like my my full blown uh, stint to get uh, working in a uh, quote unquote professional environment because my, my first like taste of sports came when I had to work uh, uh, track meets. Okay, th those were like difficult hours, but baseball yeah. kind of <laughs> suited, it suited my needs. Yes, even though like when there was double headers, like, okay, like you have all weekend working baseball, you have like six games in a weekend, um, but it's long hours in the sun. So, I mean, it's still, it's a great sport to work, even though kind of, sometimes it sucks, but it was great. <laughs> yeah, believe me, uh, I am a fan of the double headers because you're just stuck in one place almost all day. But moving on, what yes. I mean, you're... <laughs> Your father kind of influenced you to kind of work baseball, but what other like outside factors allowed you to like grow aside from your family and what role models did you look up to uh, during your time? Uh, during my time in working uh, athletics? Yes. Um, so uh, like the main reason I got into sports was because of the advisor, um, Dr. Burt. He was great. He always like, he motivated me. Like, even though sometimes like back then my accent was thicker than what it was and I wasn't very outgoing. I didn't like speaking to people. Like I was very timid and he would always like push me to do more, to be uncomfortable. Um, and that's how I kind of like, okay, like I need to be uncomfortable to do this. Um, but then also like Kel Kelvin Quillies, he's, I believe now he's at uh, New Orleans University. Um, he also like helped me grow a lot. Like um, a lot of the things that I know or learned was because of him. Um, I was just a young student worker that I had like one semester working college athletics and he really like allowed me to learn on my own um he would give me tasks that I didn't know like he would have me take pictures he would have me like uh update all the all-time records for the men's basketball team um and a lot of things like that that like you don't you don't think it will make you learn and grow in this career but it really does you get to learn a different aspect of just watching a sport um so he both of them kind of molded like the person I am now yeah, that's pretty good stuff there. Now, I've got to ask you, uh, moving on to the more professional stuff now that you now that you do the managing of both the Vipers and the Toros, you recently successfully completed a, a stint with the Vipers in a bubble environment. How was that? Um, it was. It was unique. It was a unique experience that um, I think everybody in the in this field should experience. Um, you get to see not just like your normal working schedule, like what you do, but you kind of see also like behind the scenes of like the team environment and the way they work um, alongside the players, you know, so you get to learn um, or know the, the players and the staff at a more like personal level. You see where they come from. You get to know like how they are and why they are that way. 
and um, things like that that I usually wouldn't see in a normal season. Um, I wouldn't get to see what like the staff does with the team to create that bond um, with each other. So it was really nice to see that. But uh, aside from that, like it was very exhausting. You literally work every single day and you have like 12 hour days um, where you just have a set schedule. You wake up, you go test because we COVID tested every single day. Um, so you do the testing every single morning or afternoon, depending on your games and your schedule. But then you also have like training, the training schedules at a certain time. And then you have the games every other day or back to back. So it was very, very hectic, but it was great. I think just the toughest part was the beginning of it where we're trying to get accustomed to the schedule and working the long hour days. So after that, it was just easy. It was, it flew by so quick. Um, any particular part of that bubble that you liked, or was there like any, uh, like, uh, group trips that you guys took, like, say, for example, toured, uh, Universal, what, what was the best part of that? So we actually didn't get to leave. Um, we stayed at the convention center and one of the resorts resorts that is connected to the convention center so we weren't able to leave so that was a bad thing you know like we were at Disney but we weren't really at Disney um and we kind of like as a staff kind of joked around about, about it because some of us have never been to Disney so that was our first time and we didn't get to actually experience it um but then when we would go to the games you did have to take like a 15 to 30 minute drive to get to the the courts to the to the arenas um so there you kind of got to see a little bit even though the routes we took it was not really much of like disney you know um but i think like the best part of it was just getting to be uncomfortable because there was a lot like i was i was nervous because i'm like okay like they're trusting me to do this job they're trusting me to do like things that I haven't done, you know, for my position. So I really got to learn and grow and kind of just take action on everything because it was just us, you know, like it was just myself, the team staff and the players. Um, and there we didn't have like the resources that we had here. Um, so we just had to usually be uncomfortable most of the times and make it the best that we could um with the resources that we had so I think that was like a good experience because I learned things that I hadn't like done before or I didn't know how to do and also like you get to see what other teams do like how they handle their position what they do differently from us in all aspects not just like the PR role you know so it was it was kind of cool to see that too as I'm being joined by Amairani Ramirez, the media relations manager for both RGB FC and RGB Vipers, Ronnie, I got to ask, how excited are you with the upcoming Toro season? I'm excited. I think there's a lot of different, like, movements that are happening right now, especially all the player acquisitions that we've had. Um, so I'm very excited for the new season. 
for the new era, as we say, um, to see where the team goes. The, I, I guess the best part for me, the new era of the 2.0 would be the recently <laughs> launched practice jerseys from Puma. On picture, they look nice. I've got to ask you, have you seen them in person? Um, not the orange one. I did see another one, and that one I wanted for myself. Um, so I really do like them. They, they're unique from what we've had. Um, I think even, like, the colors, are, they're different um, than what we've had in previous years. So I'm excited for, like, all their merchandise to, to drop, as we say. So. Um, Hopefully we get some cool jerseys. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got to ask you, because for me to the naked eye, I, I kind of see the orange a little bit brighter than the usual orange that I'm used to seeing from the Toros. Would that kind of be a little bit of a fair assessment? I see it that way as well. I haven't seen it in person, but I also do see it like brighter and a little bit darker than the usual orange, um, which I think it's a unique orange that I don't think we've had before. Um, so I'm excited to see that or the new, like if whatever kit we get, like um, the colors, because even like the color scheme is very different. Like as I see it on pictures. I haven't seen it in person, so mm -hmm. hopefully it's the same as pictures. <laughs> uh, I've got to ask you, you know, with this being Women's History Month, uh, you've been involved actively in the sports field for quite some time already. What have been some of the changes you have seen as a professional that have helped you grow? I think when I first began, like, in this career, there was not that many resources for, like, women in sports. Um, they were also viewed as, like, they didn't know the sports. I know when I first began, um, there was comments that were made to me, like, oh, you're, you're a girl, like, you don't know sports, like, you don't understand the sport. Um, but now I feel like as the years have gone by and like it's been a topic you know how like it's very um it's not equal to the men um I think now more people are opening their eyes and noticing this um but even like in my feel like in my position in my current role like we are given the resources no matter like if you're you're a female, you're a man, um, they, they give you the resources to do your job, but it's, it's a hot topic, and I know it still exists where, like, females are seen underneath as men, and they just don't get the recognition they deserve, um, but I think, like, now, with the time, it's, been more noticeable and there has been more resources and more recognition on females in sports well ronnie i mean i've always been an avid supporter of your work and you've been doing a fantastic job since i've have dealt with you in day one and i just highly congratulate all of the work that you've been doing whether it's here or abroad covering the vipers or helping me out with the toros i mean hey your work is 
highly, highly appreciated. I mean, I've, Thank you. I've dealt <laughs> with a lot of people in the, in the background scenes and you are like very much on, t- on top of the game. You've handled and taken care of all of the responsibilities that are needed. Thank that, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> for, for me, I've, I mean, I've been blessed to do a little of everything. But for me, if I'm working soccer and I'm like close to the sidelines, where you can hear the, the coaches bantering back and forth with the officials. I kind of enjoy that <laughs> a little a little bit more <laughs> than the basketball ones. Because on, in basketball, you can only hear from one side if you're sitting on one side of the spectrum. But if you're in the middle, you hardly hear anything. So for me, it would have to that be is true. soccer for me to work. Well, it, well, so on that aspect, um, I could definitely hear it on the Viper side. I cannot hear it from up in the press box with the with the Toros. Um, so I guess also with basketball, I would take it. Um, but maybe also like you, uh, you can probably hear the like the coaches through the stream. That's <laughs> how I hear them. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I think like I kind of enjoy basketball more because even here in the valley, like the Viper fans are intense. <laughs> they they go hard. They're very good, like being loud. Um, so I think like I guess because it's a more closed environment where you can hear it more than you would at a stadium. All right, Amardani, I just want to thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, Fun conversation as always. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope to see you soon. Hopefully where people are allowed to be, where media can go and show up for these <laughs> events. Definitely. <laughs> I appreciate you and I appreciate you inviting me here. No problem. Thank you so much for jumping on. Thank you. Thanks. Hello, sports fans. Thanks for listening to another episode of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. This is your host, Ray Silva. Be tuned next week for another great episode as we drop podcasts every Monday here on anchor.fm forward slash STBS. Don't forget, our podcast can also be found via Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. Thanks for listening.